everyone welcome back to my first kicks this is episode 115 and this week we welcome swaleen to the podcast she's a mother she's an educator and she's also a sneakerhead you know we talk about and she also convinces me to maybe pick up skating or give it another try the old college try but we talk about a lot of stuff um just music in general i love when i get a guest on that has the same appreciation for hip-hop as i do because that is something near and dear to my heart i always say that even though i love sneakers and i feel like they meet at the at the top it's always hip-hop is number one for me but but i guess you got to be like sneakers is one b or like like hip-hop and and sneakers are like one a one B, but they just like change interchangeable. Um, I just thought it was really cool to just connect and talk about like old school nineties hip hop, seeing, you know, certain artists currently now. And I mean, this is a guest that was brought to me by my good friend, Adam. And it was just a, just a fun conversation. But this week <laughs> I've been, kind of just taking the the approach of being super online again and i know like i i struggle with that and i struggle with trying to make content continuously making content and trying to get the word of the pod out so you know i've been using my tiktok videos on reels and also on youtube and also trying to mix in the podcast clips in there and then taking my time editing these videos every week for you guys on the YouTube. So you can watch my conversations. It's very time consuming. And I really, 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 really would appreciate if y'all would leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review, uh, share it, put it on your social medias because it, you know, I'm pretty sure you, if you're listening to this at work or you listen to this at the stuff you do after work, you know that like time is just not on our side. So when we do all this extra stuff on top of what we're being paid for, such as our nine to five or whatever we work, you know, in retail or we work in an office, it's just so time consuming that it makes you not want to do it when you get to like around to it. So I would just really appreciate if you see it, if you organically see one of my videos, please share it. If you organically found this podcast, please share it. Please review it. Um, I just have to be more conscious of myself because I tend to burn out very easily when it comes to like social media stuff. And that's why like, you'll see like hiatuses and, and, times like time go between posting um and it's always either like i decide to seriously focus on editing the podcast and the video or you know seriously focus on making the content and putting it out making silly videos so really appreciate you the listener and the viewer for checking me out checking out the podcast so shout out to you um yeah i just think like this this conversation that i have with swaleen is very fun and i can't wait to get into it it's kind of short episode if you consider this a short episode it's about 50 minutes um (laughs) but it's a fun conversation like i said and you can find swaleen on instagram at s-u-a-l-i-n uh page is private though so good good luck getting in there <laughs> uh you know because she she posts her kids and i just think that you know i i mean my personal my personal take on like when you see uh your kids on your your social media is like I, you just only want the people that know who they are to see them so you know if you if you if you listen to this episode find her interesting you know give her a follow 
send her a message, say like, I really love your episode and share it. And you know where to find me. I am who is Hasa, all social medias, follow the podcast on my first kicks pod, follow the podcast on TikTok at my first kicks, follow the podcast on YouTube at my first kicks. You know, I'm just trying to get out there. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm making more videos, trying to see other sneaker stores, hopefully get invited to events and I could post those videos up. So if you see something cool and you think I would enjoy it and you think I should be at it, hit it me up send it to me if i don't follow you follow the podcast the podcast dm is open so you can send whatever you want there and i will see it there and if you try to send it to me and i don't follow you on on who is haas that will you i won't be able to see it so (laughs) i'm sorry but i bring to you this week's guest swaleen Hey, Swaleen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yo, shout out to Adam for putting this together. Uh, He said that you like, I mean, listen, he just sent me a page. It was just like, yo, she'd be a great guest. And I was like, all right. And then I was looking through. I'm like, all right, you're just wearing mad heat throughout your your Instagram. Yeah, I don't was like, what, me? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, but, you know, for people who are here, you for the first time, let them know who you are and, and what you're about. Um, my name is Swaleen. I work with children. Mm-hmm. I have my own children. I like to skateboard. I like to read books. I love hip hop. I go to shows all the time. And that's basically what I do. Yeah. What's your last show? My last show was a De La Soul show. It was honoring Dave. Rest oh, you were there? I was there. Oh, I was rest right in peace, there. Dave. It was awesome. That's crazy. Where you didn't get on stage. That stage looked. I did not get on stage. That yeah. was a zoo. But I was, you know, front and center. It was awesome. Yeah, I had Dante Ross on my podcast. Ooh, and, okay. And so, well, yeah, you're you're part of now. You're on the alumni. The my first kicks alumni with, with Dante. <laughs> awesome. But but he. Um, oh yeah, I would. I was gonna. I didn't want to pull the hey man, can I get in there? Like yeah, sometimes it's hard to ask, but that that would have been worth asking for. Honestly. Yeah, it was a great show. A lot of people showed up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, was, you got to see great turnout. Queen Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah never performs, and then she comes on and like performs. I was like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. I was really excited for that. I was awesome. That yeah, that I because I watched it on Twitch because they okay. had it, and then and then Amazon also hosted it too. But I was like, man, I really wish I was there because that was I've never been able to see Daylow. It's one of my biggest regrets. It's my first one is passing up seeing Tribe um, while Fife okay. was alive, and mm-hmm. then now it's my second one is seeing not being able to see Daylaw while Dave was alive. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's what you got to do things. You got to just go. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like, cause yeah, you can't like hold back on stuff. You hold back, you know, God forbid somebody dies and then you, you won't be able to have that chance again. You got to take your chances, you know? Yeah, for real. You got to live because life, life comes at you fast and, and it does. And you got to take it, take uh, advantage of whatever time you have on planet earth right <laughs> definitely you gotta do you gotta do everything yeah and your heart desires to do it big facts uh i mean i'm known for my hard pivot so i'm gonna <laughs> pivot straight into to ask you uh, the question that you're here to answer that i ask everybody each week and that is what's your first kicks what's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have all right. So the first kicks I needed to have, I was in second grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this was when you're a kid in the 90s, like you had that one pair of shoe until it was like completely destroyed. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I had some like little filas. I didn't choose them. They were kind of chosen for me. Mm-hmm. They were like black little regular ones. I was like, OK. But then I passed by the store and they had like this fresh pair. It was like shiny, like you see in cartoons. This mm-hmm. stuff it was like shiny. It was the the Air Force One mids with the jewel swoosh. Mm-hmm. I had to have them. They were white. They matched with all my clothes. And the little shiny swoosh was like I I had to have it. It was amazing. That is like what. <sighs> 
Were you so like your parents were able to just be like, all right, let's go? Or was this the one shoe out the year? Did you get good grades? I was due for a pair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was due for a pair. The pair that I wanted before that, though, was the more up tempos. Mm -hmm. And those in 96, when Scotty was pushing them, they were like $85 in my size. I was a size like two. And that Mm -hmm. was expensive. That's the one with the bubbles all around. Right. Yeah. The much. And the most up tempo, something like that. <laughs> but this was the one with all the bubbles around it. And I wanted those, but they were expensive. You know, back then that would have been like 150 now. I wouldn't spend that on my seven-year-old now. <laughs> so I couldn't get those. So I was like, okay, mom, let's see if you can get me these. So I was due for a new pair and I was able to get them. And I wore them every single day. I was in second grade. And to be like seven and like know what you want. And like who you want to be, that was pretty cool. Like I was that kid. Like I remember I had um, a Columbia jacket, mm-hmm. the Bugaboo, the three in one. Mm-hmm. I had blue with the with the aqua fleece underneath. I was killing it. You were <laughs> you were totally so I was like, killing I it. I need these shoes to complete it. Mm-hmm. I remember when I got the shoes, I put on the jacket. I threw on some little gray sweats. I was. I thought it was the shit. I had a little hoodie underneath. I like to dress baggy. My mom didn't love it. She always wanted to stuff me in dresses. And I was like, that's not me. So I always wanted to dress like in baggy. I loved hip hop already. I was seven years old. I was already, you know, engulfed in that culture. That is. Where'd you where'd you grow up? I grew up here in Queens. Okay, like, okay. Where I still live now. Don't don't dox yourself. I've done it too too many almost close too many times. I'm like I love it here. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> uh because like well you're you're talking about the Columbia and everything because I lived by left rack most of my like growing up. I lived by left rack and mm-hmm. um there that's like the Columbia Jackets was like straight drug dealers. Like that's Nori's area. Like that's all yeah. Nori's block. Like, <laughs> yeah. Man, I was, yeah, I had to have that. I was a little kid, but I was like, nah, I want to, I need that jacket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so then from then on, uh, were you just like always into sneakers or where it was just like, there was a moment like you had that gap and then you were like, I'm in high school. Now I got to be fresh, fresh, fresh. Or is it just like, yeah, I went through a small gap, but like, I still love sneakers. I still loved hip hop and everything. I was still like into a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I started getting like little Jordans here and there. And like, I always had air force ones or, but I, I got like into Tim's a lot and I had a lot of air, um, air maxes. So 95s and Air Max Pluses, that was like my style. Yeah. The, I mean, it's Air Max month. So like it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's wild how in Queens, because I was telling this to, to somebody um, on on an episode. I was just like, Queens at one point was just everybody was wearing Air Max TNs or like or just wearing nothing but Air Maxes. And, and so I don't know something about that shoe. And this is why. Well, I'll, t- I'll tack it on to Action Bronson's sneaker that he dropped um, last week is like the runner craze in Queens was yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. I like, remember that with the shocks. I remember the shocks were really popular amongst like mm-hmm. people here in Jackson Heights. Oh, my goodness. But yeah. That, yeah. I think that I don't know. It's, it's something about like because Queens during that time in the 90s and 2000s, it was very like. Hispanic dominated and I think that like and I mean like I was rolling with nothing but but Peruvians and Colombians Colombians (laughs) I'd be like fresh in uh, Flushing Meadow Park and everybody just wearing the same thing they got the they got the blowouts with the curly hair (laughs) yup oh man what a time (laughs) the I mean, what, what did you, were you, did you go to like, I mean, I'm going to just take a guess. Newtown? I did go to Newtown. <laughs> and my sisters went to Newtown. So I have older sisters. So whatever yeah. styles they were bringing in, they were like, oh, you know, mom, I want these kids because, you know, everybody's rocking them. So I was able to get them too. So mm-hmm. whatever my older sisters had, I was able to have it too. So that was like really like cool. Oh, you were that. ahead of the game. That was like my guidance right there. Yeah. You was ahead of the game on that one, yo. Second grade coming in with whatever was hot. 
That that's wild. I'm feeling it. I, I never I didn't go to Newtown. I went to Washington Irvine, uh, aka Hell High, in uh, the city. It was okay. a very very bad school, <laughs> but, but was it really? Yeah, I mean we we're known for like I mean when you when you explain bad schools to people not from New York City, they'll just be like, "You had metal detectors," like, and then you'd be like, "But I'm." I, I, uh, Instantly thought metal detectors when yeah. you said it was a bad school and <laughs> fights and knives being thrown everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that that was yeah. That's what that's what I was dealing with. Fights and knives and like yeah. It you was, should have gone to Newtown then. <laughs> I wish that over there. <laughs> I would I would have taken any school in Queens at this point, but um that was just like the the area of just like everybody was just you, it was weird because like people from everywhere would go to that school, that high school. Mm-hmm. So you get the Bronx, you get you get yeah. like Queens, you'll get yeah. And I lived in Manhattan at the time, so it okay. was just yeah, it was just like I just remember being like, man, I wish I could go back to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. I like the like high schools in the city is cool because you know everybody from all around comes and yeah, everything. Yeah. Cool. I think that like, I mean, listen, I, the, my love for hip hop grew in high school. I don't know. When did when did it grow for you? I was like six. <laughs> I was like six. It was like Wu-Tang and then like Big Pun. And I was just like, yeah, I like this. Well, but how did you how did you discover it? How did I discover it for my older cousins and my sisters? You know, watching MTV, BT. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. That's wild. Uh, the yeah. so then then also as you mentioned, your sisters brought in your sense of fashion too. So like, what? How did you combine like your love for hip hop and the sense of fashion that you're getting? And so what becomes you? That's a good question. I mean, watching the videos. So like ice cream, the video of ice cream, and mm-hmm. like watching all the you know their style and the clothes. Like I just wanted to have what they had. I remember seeing like a picture in the magazine of like Big L. He had on like these brown Tims and mm-hmm. then I wanted those brown Tims. So it was just like seeing it on the TV, like MTV and all that. And then my sisters were wearing it and like the stuff. And I was like, I think I want those, but I could wear them better. So I would throw on, on with like something else. I don't know. Like I was a, I was a little kid, like my youngest son's age. Mm-hmm. And I was putting these outfits together in my head and just like, just feeling it. it just went, you know, just going with the flow of everything. <laughs> that's a while you mentioned that i mean wu-tang because I, I have you been watching the wu-tang show it got a little boring for me after like the beginning of season two like mm-hmm. I, I used to watch it because i like the, the gear that they had they had like a lot of vi- good vintage pieces yeah damn but it got a little boring i don't know <laughs> like i can't watch that much tv these days like the older i gotten like i feel like it doesn't keep my attention i rather like read books and stuff like that Mm-hmm. I was like bored easily. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right about the fashion in there is wild. But they did the they do the they did like I mean they touched on when Ghostface would do the two tone Wallabies. And now I'm intrigued. <laughs> no, it was in the first they season. Spoke on that. I feel like yeah, they 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 did the yeah. He was like. It was like um, what was it? it was like the first season, and then uh, they're like, this is after him and Raekwon were getting into it, and then they're like, they were, uh, Bobby was like, let's start, let's start, you know, we're gonna start doing, you know, our thing together, whatever, and then. I think it was like, oh, we got to dress, you know, how we got to dress like this is and you and all they did. It was like a it was kind of like a throwaway. But if you noticed, you noticed, which yeah, was just like, like, you know, you know, kind of. Yeah. Thing. And it was just like a nod to it where Ghostface pulls up and he's just like, yo, man, I got these. And he, he pulls out a pair of blue and cream. But it's the t- the two tones where it's just like a like checkerbox style. Mm-hmm. And he and he's like, yeah, man, I dyed these myself. And then that was it. They don't they're like they, they mentioned no more after that. <laughs> But they, I feel like they had to include it, you know, just because yeah. I feel like every time I see Wallabies, I instantly associate it to Ghostface, honestly. So I remember having Wallabies, too, when I was little. I had them in black just because they would last longer as opposed to having the cream pair. <laughs> so I had them in black. But I did have them. I always had to check off like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wallaby. I don't know why I never got into it. Um, but. It's a weird shoe, but I feel like you got to have them. I don't know. I feel like like it's true, especially if you're like, um, see, I missed out on getting the MF Doom Wallabies and I, and Mm -hmm. then 
which I on when I had Dante on, um, he was telling me how when you rub away their next colorway. So like you get you get a blue, it's blue on top and then they rub away and you get orange under it. And I didn't know that until he told me on the episode. I was just like, like now I like, yeah, I would totally rock these. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yup. Yeah, that's fire. I like that. Like the rub away. I'm not a huge fan of the rub away, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's kind of fire. I like it. No, yeah. I mean, now oh. it's, yeah, I was going to say like, like, like the SBs. I like yeah. the SBs, that rub away. Cause it makes sense. Cause you're, you know, you're rubbing your shoe on the, <laughs> the rub away. Yeah. No more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you, since you mentioned skateboarding, how'd you get into skateboarding? Um, it was like, I mean, I've always been like um, interested in it. I always thought it was like, cool. I, I've always watched like clips and all that stuff, but I liked mm-hmm. it like years ago. That's, that's when I started to like it. But like last spring, I was with my kids at the skate park and they like to ride their scooters. And I was just sitting there listening to music. And I was like, damn, like I need to do something like, you know, I want to feel the the gales of freedom in my hair. <laughs> I need to do so. I need to ride something. So I was like, let me try like skating. And then I just tried it and I liked it and I haven't like stopped. So then it's like, I just started setting like little goals. Like, let me learn how to do this. And then that, and then I just started learning things. And it was like, you know, I'm about to make a year already, like committed to skating. Well, you're giving me hope because I gave up on trying to learn yeah that's the thing that yeah it's very easy to give up but once you kind of get like through like a little you know a little hump of like learning a little something you kind of like get like motivated again because like i'm a big sb guy right i've been collecting sb since 2006 and and so i was like man i wear sbs i should learn how to skate so like (laughs) you're like a poser oh my god (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i was dealing with that because like i love i love skate culture and and, yeah. and it goes following. hand in hand with hip-hop so it's like you know yeah i mean if mid-90s proved anything like that that movie there's another one it's called um when the streets were silent something like that yeah i had dave ortiz on an episode as well and he That's was breaking right. down yeah he, that movie oh i love it he he was talking about all of that, like like learning that stuff, uh, like learning it through him because we I learned more because he was actually there while it's all happening. And I was like, my brain, like I'm like I'm like the entire time I'm like this, like through the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. episode it's transfixed. You're like, oh my goodness, yeah. And um, but yeah, so like I I got into to skateboarding when I was young, like I don't know, I'm trying to remember. A lot of people have little skateboard phases. Yeah, like, like six, I want to say six or yeah. seven or something like oh, that. A little, little phase here and there in their lifetime. When I would go to like a video rental spot and get, uh-huh. and they had skate skate videos, and mm-hmm. I would, oh my god, I'm dating myself. People like <laughs> the, the Zoo York. Yeah, that one was so popular. I, was, oh, I love that one. The I mean, I, I think I watched when I was young, and I didn't process it, but the Bones Brigade search for Animal Chin. And yes. I was like, what am I watching? This is weird. Bones Brigade. Yes. <laughs> Little vert skaters. Yeah. Um, but so then I was just like me and my friend in, in college, because I got him into I got him into SBs a little bit more because he was like dabbling. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, man, this the whole community's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then he was just like, all right. Uh, he picked up a job at Uniqlo and there was a guy there that was a skate that was like a New York skate legend or something like that and he was just like yo he texts me he's like yo come down here i'm he's teaching me how to skate well we're all gonna we're gonna learn how to skate together y'all went one time (laughs) i busted my ass and i was just like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i was like nah man (laughs) i don't got time for this (laughs) (laughs) he was but but my boy shout out to mauricio because he's definitely listening to this but he he but he's bugging he was bugging out he was i go to i go and he's wearing like Shimizu's like the pink box Shimizu's yeah yeah but I'm like you (laughs) like you just undies them to just jump on a skateboard like you can't can't do that you gotta wear oh my goodness (laughs) it was just like oh it was it didn't work out and I was just like all right I'm not and I still haven't like jumped on a board since but I've been been getting the itch to do it again it is hard but it's like I think if it's humanly possible, like you should try it. Like that's how I see things. Like mm-hmm. it's possible. People do it all the time. Like, you know? 
Well, when I get a little bit lighter, I don't want, I don't know, you know. All right. You All know? Right. Be looking now. I'll make sure that you get on. Especially, you could rock your fours. You got the fours, right? I, yeah, you saw, yeah. you saw, you looked at my story, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out to Renards, yo. They just, they opened up like four months ago at Jackson Heights. And uh, I went where, over where? there. Right on 82nd. 82nd. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where you, you, it was raffled? Yeah, it was raffled. Okay, I didn't know they did raffles. <laughs> they, I, I didn't know either. But okay, damn, you got lucky. I got very lucky. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, so after high school, after you you trailblazed your way through high school, and mm-hmm. you 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 fly. Actually, very curious. Since you were into hip hop and that height, were you also in the low life as well? I was familiar with it, but I was not getting the stuff because mm-hmm. it was really expensive. So as an adult, I'm like, I've always wanted that. Let me do it now. You know, like I did. I've been doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I'm older, my kids are more independent. I kind of just like went back and revisited a lot of the things that I wanted, like in my childhood and kind of just got them. So like my more up tempos, I couldn't get them. They were mm-hmm. very expensive. They came out like two years ago. Yeah. So them. They're going to come out again. I'm going to get them again. Learn <laughs> <laughs> for a kicks. So it was like, you know, it was like high fiving your inner child kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So with the, with the low stuff, I just got like a bunch of the stuff, like everything that I could find vintage that I always wanted as a kid, just copped it now. Yo, I mean, yeah, you got to. That, yeah, that, I got it now. <laughs> you got to pull up in the snow beach. Pull yes, over. definitely. Yeah. Yes, I got to pull up in that with the matching hat. <laughs> that, I mean, if you get, did you get the Air Maxes? No, I didn't get the Air Maxes. Mm, you got to get those. You got to put that I on the list. Those, yes. <laughs> I think those. I have primary colors. I feel like Polo does a lot of primary color stuff too. So those are like essential to have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so then what, what was your, what was your trajectory after that? Like after high school, you were like, I, right, I'm going to college. Like what, what was, what was your plan? I did. What mm-hmm. happened to me after high school, I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I have my oldest son. He's 13 now. So I got pregnant with him and kind of everything slowed down. It was mostly about him and just like taking care of him, buying stuff. So I always dressed him nice. Always like what I wanted for myself. I would just get it for him. Mm-hmm. But like now that they're a little older, I just started, you know, doing those things for myself. Now they ask for things here and there. They like to dress nice too. They ask for the little things and I get it for them. But that kind of, I took a pause then, you know, early motherhood and all that stuff. He's like, mom, you got to give me in a box logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That was my little pause time, mm-hmm. but I'm back. Full effect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah, you know <laughs> that. Uh, I mean, but like, all right. So, how was that? Like, what? What? I know you put your your collection on pause to to just for the that moment to take care of your son as he grows up. But like, were you still just? Were you just focused? You were like, let me get this out of my brain. I don't want to. I don't want to look at any of this stuff, or else I'm gonna want yeah, it. Yeah, it was because <laughs> I had to take it out of focus. Because if I was gonna be into, like, I couldn't do all of it. I couldn't do it all. I had to be just focused on like raising him, getting him stuff. I was a stay at home mom too, so I could. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like working where I was able to like cop all everything that I wanted to. But I was watching. I was like, that's fine, you know. But I wasn't really getting any of the stuff. <laughs> so then, what was that first? What, what got what got you back in? When you were like, all right, I'm going to do those. I'm back in. Yeah, I mean, it took like eight years. So uh-huh. like, it, I had my son in 2010 and then 2018 was I, I came back. I liked um, I was really feeling the leather on the Jordan ones. Mm. So the, I got the shadow. No, was it the shadow? I don't know. I forgot what it was. But I was like, wow, this is like good, like quality. I like this. So then I started copying, you know, Jordans again and all that. And uh, I to work, too. So that was. Okay. Okay. And then what was that? Like your career was just like, uh, this is, do you teach? I don't teach. Well, I'm a para. So what I do is like, I take whatever the teacher's teaching and I kind of simplify it for a specific student. Mm -hmm. It's like the way that he knows how to learn. I teach it to him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you just like pulling up to the school? Like I'm fresh. Here we go. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I usually watch out for like all white kids because yeah. a lot of kids like to, like they get really close to me. I'm just like always close with the kids, you know. I love kids, so they're like stepping all over me. So I stay away from like going to work with like 
um white all white kicks. Like today <laughs> I wore my uh my SB the the crushed skate shop. Oh, you got those? Yeah, Excuse I'm me. wearing those, and I got stepped on a little bit, but like it's like suede brown, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, those are dope. I think like yeah, SB has the past like two three years. SB has definitely been like they were like we're back. You yeah, know? they are right. They did like a good comeback because mm-hmm. they were gone for a while. Like they had a lot of like Janoskis and stuff. Look, right? Hey, hey. I love a Janoski, all right? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I got four pairs of Janoskis, all right? They have to be fire. Like, I can't even, like, imagine what Janoskis you could you could possibly have that are fire, though. It's the floor. I got all the floral prints. So, like... Okay, yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was thinking in my yeah. head. I was like, it has to be the floral print ones. Like, the little... Okay, those are okay to have. Those are okay to have. <laughs> and, uh, listen, there's one that I do want that I haven't been... I haven't tried to get in a while which are the winos you know okay. with the with the the uh wine rings on it like mm-hmm. those are fire all right they're okay i feel like they're a good collector <laughs> a collector piece <laughs> i don't know about rocking them maybe to the vineyard <laughs> if, we, if we ever if we ever meet up for something we run into each other i'm, I'm gonna be wearing janoski's gonna be like ah, oh, <laughs> no socks no, socks. <laughs> no i mean shorts. i wear socks with everything i don't shorts. know <laughs> that's, exactly, that's a vibe with a linen button up <laughs> oh my god you gonna am i on a on a yacht what are Maybe, we doing? I don't know, because if you're pulling up with those kicks, you better be on a yacht. <laughs> this is, I, I thought they're, I think they're, I, I'm a big fan of like the vulcanized bottom shoes. So like okay. I have Vans, I have like, uh, I like the um, Converse's like, like that, like. What are those, uh, <laughs> the, the number, is it 70? The Converse with the thicker? Yeah, so, yeah. I think they're like seventy. Those are fire. I like those. Yeah, I think they're seventies. The because I have I only have t- two pairs, right? I have three pairs. Uh, the um, off whites, and then the pata the pata ones. Okay. And then yeah, and those were like, but they, they changed the inside. They have like Zoom Air on the inside now. That yeah, Zoom and so now. Yeah, yeah. They were, you know. Yeah, they were like rock. They were rock, rock hard. Yeah, like, oh, unbearable. We're like, I gotta get through the day. I don't know how. Listen, that, those everybody in the nineties and and late no everybody in the two thousands that was like, we're not into sneakers. Like they don't care. They would just mm-hmm. buy Converse's for. Twenty dollars because they were just being bins. Models. Models. Oh my god. Models. Model bins was like packed to the brim, different mm-hmm. colors. You could just like be like, all right. And then they're like, they weren't even they were like attached together with plastic. Yeah, with a little like, zip tie. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> they did I not care. One. <laughs> and so yeah, and and I don't know how, because I had a friend and he he had converses that because you, if you wear them so much, they curl up to the front. Especially like, if you wear them big, if you get mm. them your size, because they run already big. So if you got them your size, they were curling up. You were definitely looking like a little clowny. <laughs> <laughs> the red ones yeah, curled up. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I think, I don't know how, I don't know how people did it back then. Because like when you went, because my friend, he he wore those to the ground and you could see the cardboard. And I was just like, yo, man, it's it's time. Like, time. <laughs> you got let him go. And yeah. he would just be like, nah, you know, and he would just tape him up. Yeah, and I'll be like, mm. wild, wild. <laughs> <laughs> what a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so then now what are what are you like beyond uh being a para what else are you what else are you doing just being a mom that's mm-hmm. it just work mom a student i feel like being a student forever is like important just always be teaching so i like learning and like learning new things so i'm in school too so i guess a student para mom mm-hmm. big, big yeah that's <laughs> a life lesson because i think a lot of people don't understand that just like Cause that's what, that's what I think as well is just like, once you stop learning, then you've like, you're not living anymore in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You always gotta, you know, be teachable. That's always tell people wise person is teachable. That's it. 
Why wouldn't you want to learn more? There's people that are like stubborn. Stubborn is a disease. Mm-hmm. Stubbornness. You want to learn? You want anything? No. <laughs> Have you? So I'm very curious. Did you ever make lines? What do you mean? Like for for releases? No, never. Oh, you you blessed. Yeah, never made lines. <laughs> Always had somebody, or that's it. Always had somebody back in the day. Mm-hmm. had somebody or and now i'm just yeah i've been lucky like hey i'll dm somebody hey you think you could save me a size five i what <laughs> <laughs> let me get let me get those dm secrets yeah those are, the best. Those are my plugs i love them the best. <laughs> how do, so i mean if you, we talk about plugs how do you how do you get like, I mean, do you know how to like, can you teach somebody how or the importance of a plug or like what, like the process of getting Because I don't have a plug, so I don't even I actually don't know anything about plugs. I mean, it's hard. I, I like I don't like to ask for things, but yeah. there's things where you're kind of like, damn, I'm going to have to ask. So if you know somebody that may work in a store that they're going to get the release, I kind of go, oh, hey, you know, you think you could like I'm just, you know, but it's hard because nobody wants to be asked anything either. Like. You don't even talk to me. Why are you asking me for, you know, so it's hard. I guess you just have to be social mm-hmm. and kind of like, you know, really care about, you know, hey, how are you? And stuff like that. Like genuine. You can't be like fake just to kind of get your size five on the side. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, just just put it over there. I'm, I won't text you to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be genuine with people and just, you know, be kind, social. Mm-hmm. That's how you get through have you have you always been social or is this no, a, a ch- yeah, oh. i was never social at all ever this is something no just <laughs> how'd you how'd you learn how'd you learn I don't, that's a good question because uh, i don't know i felt like i spent so many years like inhibiting myself from like cool conversations and cool places with cool people just because i was so shy it was so painful mm-hmm. then i'd get home and i'd just be like wow i should have said something i should have asked for a picture i should have you know said this and that so i didn't want to feel like that anymore and i'm just like you know who cares or like you know, what's the worst that can happen? What's the best that can happen? I started asking myself questions like that. And then it was just like, it's not a big deal. Just like, it's just talking, you know? And that's how it, you know, started. I just didn't want to feel like I should have, mm-hmm. you know, life was coming so fast. And I was like, wow, I'm like in these cool places and these cool situations. And I'm just like not talking with anyone. What's a, what's a cool place, cool situation? Um, probably the I was backstage one time in the artist entrance of a hip hop festival in Brooklyn and DMX was there with his baby mm-hmm. and I was still like a little bit shy but I just struck up a conversation with him so that was like one of the first times it was pretty cool it was like a simple conversation like oh because I was with my baby too and they were the sa- the same exact age mm-hmm. Exodus that was his that was that's his name he's like eight now just like Oh, that's why he has a tattooed on his on his. Yeah, 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 that's his youngest son. So yeah, so that was cool that I was able to you know chat a little bit. But I had situations like that where I you know I wouldn't have spoke, and it was like who cares? Just say something, and we just spoke a little bit, and it was like cool. That's wild. How how how'd you get into artist entrance? Artist entrance was. (laughs) I just kind of see. I had like my baby. They didn't really like be like get the hell out of here. They didn't think I was like mischievous something bad i was just like let me try and i did and i tried and it happened for me you know i just went just snuck my way through there they were just like oh she because when you do things with confidence you don't get asked a lot of questions so Mm -hmm. i just walked in there with my baby and it was just like i'm i belong here what you know but if you do things like can i am i allowed they're kind of like wait excuse you That's how that's what I learned too. Like just doing things with confidence. I was like, you're like you're supposed to be there. You know? <laughs> mm, I mean, that's 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 totally like a life lesson in ter- like and because everybody always tells you like you know dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't like I, I've been in. I think I'll tell you this the one time. <laughs> I tell you the one time that I was the most nervous and I knew I wasn't supposed to be there, but I snuck in. All right, uh, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is like a, a moment that forever just messed up uh, New York Comic Con for me. So <laughs> my boy, he gives me this pass that I didn't know what it was. He gives me a he gives me a pass called back of house on it. And I'm just like, 
Okay. So I get this back of house pass and I'm noticing that people are just letting me go at wherever I want in New York Comic Con. So I go, all right, let's try this. So I uh, end up walking in to Madison Square Garden because they were holding The Walking Dead. Uh, like a, They were doing like the first episode of that season and a Q&A with the whole cast. So I walk into... MSG, but I take the wrong entrance. I take I take the the side entrance, you know, where the player the players tunnel entrance. Yes. And they were just like they looked at my pass and just let me in. And I'm like, okay. So then I walk in, and as soon as I walk in, like up the stairs, I get met by Robert Kirkman, who's the creator of Walking Dead. He shakes my hand. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, uh, you're just like, okay. Yeah. I was just like, it's like <laughs> pleasure. And then I keep walking and he's just like, yeah, yeah. The, the room's to the right. I'm like the room. So that I'm just thinking like, I'm just going to the theater just to sit down and watch this damn episode or whatever. I walk into the green room. It's the entire cast and everybody's just like, Hey, how's it going? I'm just like greeting my hand. I'm sh- shaking Chris Hardwick's hand. And oh like, and it was just the most ridiculous thing. So I'm sitting there because I'm not supposed to be there. And uh, Michonne, who ends up playing, who, Michonne is uh, Denai Guri. So she sits next to me and she's like talking to me the entire time. So I'm just there like, yeah, but I'm like, I'm dripping sweat at this point. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was just dripping sweat. I have a backpack. Like, oh <laughs> I have a, a this big backpack with me too because I was at the <laughs> con just like buying stuff, and so I was like filled with stuff. And then and Funko pops. Yeah, <laughs> no Funko. <laughs> Definitely plushies and like Gundams and stuff like that. But so then I um I I turned to her and she's like talking to me, blah blah blah. We're talking and then uh the actress that plays Carol sits down too. So now I'm talking to Carol and Michonne. This was um the first season. No, this was like Four? the fourth season. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Four. And then and then like everybody else of the cast starts coming in, blah blah blah. We get ushered out and uh I end up they were like, oh we saved your seats. And I'm like, how did they know I was gonna be here? Whatever. So I go sit down in the seats no, I'm walking to the to the seats and the and uh, these there's just like regular some regular people. I'm like, I've never seen these people. They turn to me and they're like, oh, are you the winner of the contest? I was like the contest. And then they were like, <laughs> I was so, like yeah, <laughs> so then they're like, they're like, <laughs> they're like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the contest. And then. We go sit down and I'm asking them like about them and they're like, oh, yeah, my my mom's a screenwriter on the show, blah, blah, blah. And I was there like, I want this thing to be over. I need to get out of here. So like I sat down with them. We were talking and they sat us away for, like they were. We weren't like in the front row. We were like three rows back. And so like we watched the whole thing, whatever. And then. As soon as they were like, all right, we're going back to the green one. I was like, all right, I'm taking this right. I'm getting the hell out of here before they figure out I wasn't part yeah. of this. Oh <laughs> That's like the coolest scenario ever, though. Like as a fanboy, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm mm-hmm. losing it right now. But I need to get out of here because they're going to find out that I'm not the contest winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good. Oh, man. That's awesome. I love that. The, you're a fan, though, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, that's why I was sweating. I was there like... Yeah. I was there freaking I out. I don't, I don't really watch it like that, mm. but I would have been sweating too. So <laughs> it's exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that, cause like that, it, it's just like, it's wild because I didn't, I just was talking to Denai Guri, who be, ends up becoming part of like the Black Panther franchise. And like, yeah. she's like mad big now. And I'm just like thinking about and, it. Like, yeah, you were like, I was right there with her. <laughs> it was her. That's pretty cool. That's a dope scenario. I like that a lot. I love yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Has there, I mean, in, in terms of you, like, have you seen a small act become a big act? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, a bunch of times. I think it's so cool just to see them. Like I was, you know, we were in that little spot, and and look at you now. But yeah, but yeah. Tell me, tell I me love, about the time. I love watching like growth. Yeah, I mean, the most recent is probably like one of my favorite rappers, Rome Streets. Like mm-hmm. I used to watch him like in small little spots, like little venues, and now he's like you know touring the world, and he's like you know part of Griselda and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Like that's the most recent that I could think of. Oh yeah. 
I was going to, did he, did you go to that? They, I think that he did a show at Elsewhere, right? Or am I confusing it? He went to Elsewhere. He was in Elsewhere recently. Like he was there with Rock Marciano. He came yes. out real quick. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to go to that. My, for me, it's like, I guess the last time, I mean, the, the most weirdest thing, I don't know if you mess with like Billy Woods. And I like, don't. Uh, well, if it's like I, I, I like underground hip, like I like underground hip hop a lot. Yeah, me too. That's like <laughs> that's like my thing like, right now. I think because just like it's just like smaller and like more like intimate. That's what yeah. But yeah, just like a smaller. I like that. <laughs> but uh, there's this rapper named Billy Woods, and he doesn't show his face in his music videos. Mm-hmm. So I went to a show. He shows up, and I'm like. I'm like, I have to wait till the beat. And I, at first I'm like, is that Billy Woods? And then play, he plays. And I'm like, it is. And then, and then, and then I end up talking to him after the show. But like that, like he, he's a dude that worked with Alchemist. Like he's like, and it's just wild to see. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and then you get to have a conversation with him after his show. You mm. know, like that's, that's why I love underground hip hop. Like you get to just like, you know, I guess give them their flowers and be like, yo, I really like your work. Like that's mm. awesome. That was great production in your last album, you know? It's cool. I like that. Just you know, being able to praise them properly. Do you, I, I'm wondering this because you're you're a music head too. Do you think in another city you can do stuff like the things that we do here? Um, give me an example of something that we do here. Like, like I mean, sh- going to shows. I, like, you know what? In other cities, they have like weird these weird. Like I asked, and they have like these weird curfews. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't do things like how we do it here. Definitely not. So, no, they don't do it like we do it here. <laughs> so, they, like, come in here, like, we show out. Like, you know, they, you know, somebody from L.A. comes and we're just, like, all there. We're, you know, we show up for them. That's yeah. What, that's what, how New York is. That's what I like. I think that also, I feel like that also relates to sneaker culture because, like, when... When it when it was the height of it, right? Like, or when whenever you 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 try to whenever you kind of like find your people with that, right? Whenever yeah. you want to do like a meetup or something like that, everybody's always down. Everybody's family. just like, yo, yeah. yeah, we become family. Like, we just all share common interests, and we become family. Like, yo, you going to the show? You're gonna go wait on the first come first serve line with me, like mm-hmm. you know? Oh, you're gonna cop it? See if you can get me my size. Like, you know, it's just all family. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I think. Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's I mean like it now I think it's a little bit harder, you know. I feel like we're so online that it doesn't it's not a norm it's not a normal thing because like before we me and my friends we would actually like the me and my friends on my for on the forums I were on we were like we were like yo man uh sneakers uh was it? it was like uh SB meetup Thursday and everybody would meet up. Then you do your sneaker circle picture on your on your little. I your remember little, those. I remember <laughs> those. Your little digital camera. Yeah. Damn. What Put it on the photo bucket. Yes, photo bucket. <laughs> Damn, that was fire. I remember. I think that. Uh, I mean. I want to bring it back. It's just tough. Like I think there's just like everybody's. It's. It, Resell the way that resell works and like how it just like diluted what people mm-hmm. think sneaker culture is. I think really messed it up in terms yeah, of that. like that resell stuff ain't it. I don't like that. Like I, I like having my sneakers. Like I'll get whatever sneaker. I don't, I don't resell. Like I like having them. I rather have the shoe than like the money. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, you know. Did you go for the New Balances? I tried. I sold out immediately. All right. So try Friday again. All right. At 12, I think. Friday at 12, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm broke. So, so I, had to, <laughs> I didn't know they were going to be 220 when they dropped. And uh, and then I was like, yeah, I can't. I, I don't. I can't do both. They're going to be more expensive because usually like the regular gray ones are like two something. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the regular ones. I thought they were going to be more. So I was surprised. I was like, oh, OK. You you going? I got them last Friday. Oh, excuse me. To win a pair. Yeah, I was like, me? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, yeah, you're you're a size five, right? So yeah, they were sitting on the on the site. I don't think they. I don't think anybody yeah, was like. Tens went immediately. Size ten went immediately. Everything else. So, size thirteen, because that's my size. Gone immediately. Gone. I was well, very upset. Yeah. Because I mean. I even made a video on this on TikTok. Like I, I love Action Bronson. He's just like I've always said. When somebody, when I ever, um, before I met him for real, the I was like Action Bronson is my spirit animal. Like that's what I kept saying to people. <laughs> um, and then 
I told the story before, but I had an opportunity to meet him before he was Action Bronson because I had I had mutual friends. Um, and so I was invited to go eat the Action Burger at with him as he made it for everybody that was going. And before I just he was Action Bronson. Yeah, before he was Action Bronson. And I said, nah, I'm good. And and I didn't go. Um <laughs> And then like three weeks later, I think he quit that job. He quit. He quit being a chef to uh, to become a rapper. So that's that cool. is you wild. Had it. But that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> then and then. All right. So then here we go. Full circle. I'm um, around Queen Center Mall um, and <laughs> by chance. And uh, he's in there doing this, an episode of uh F that's delicious. Fuck that's delicious. But he was in Sabaros, right? Uh, yeah, he was in Sabaros. He was in Cinnabon, and that's when I I ran there and oh, I met cool. him. Um, Fredo Star was there too that day. Oh, he was. He was. Yep. Oh, I mu- I must have missed him. Yeah, he was there in Sabaros. Because I got to meet him, Mayhem, Body, and Alchemist, and it was just that's so cool. I've met all of them. They're so dope. I think they're yeah. they're just like they're mad chill. So yeah. Yeah, they're funny. It's like so mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I love the show too. So yeah. them, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Love. I mean, are you gonna do? Are you gonna go to? Because he's doing that residency at at Le he's doing the residency. Yeah, yeah, it's sold. The three shows sold out immediately. But I'm going to the last one, the 25th. Damn, they're sold out. I should have. Yeah, they sold out immediately, and then they opened. They they were just like, we're gonna add one more show on the 24th, and you needed like a code to get it. But then they they opened it up like Friday. Well, but I well, was like, I have to go. I always go to his sh- every time that he has a show. I always go, so I'm like, I can't not. Oh, it's did so you loud. go to the the one in uh, uh, Fresh Meadows? Fresh, Fresh Meadow Park. Fresh Meadow Park. Yeah, I yeah, was there. I went to that one. I went to that one. That one was so fun. <laughs> did you did you have somebody faint in front of you from? He exhausted. Oh my god! There was like five people that fainted. I was able to see one. There were like a few people away from me, and I saw him faint. I was like, he was just screaming right now, and he just like falls. And action just kept saying, "Somebody in the middle! Somebody!" In the front. Was like, oh my god! But I was, I, was like, I was right behind that guy, just so you know. Oh <laughs> yeah, they were just like dropping. I was like, damn. Oh man! Oh, all right, so. This has been a great episode, sweet. <laughs> oh my God, Swaleen! <laughs> I almost messed up. I almost said the wrong name. I was uh, like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, at the end of the episode, I also ask another question, um, and so I want you to transport yourself back to when you were about to get that box and open that box of your Air Force mids, pearl yeah. metallics. Um, mm-hmm. Now. You're about to open that box. Now you, you now is right behind you as you open that box. What would you tell your younger self as they open that box? I was like, I would have been like, this is just the beginning. Cause I remember the excitement of opening. It was like the orange box. I think I was just like, Mm -hmm. God, like it was just like opening up like a treasure box, like gold. I was so excited to have them. I threw them on my feet right away. Walked (laughs) all over the crib with them. Ugh, such a good feeling. I mean, I still have that feeling. When I opened up my new sneakers the other day, mm-hmm. it's just the same. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Perfectly said. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you jumping on. And for everybody listening, you know what we say every week wear your kicks. Peace.